Welcome, everybody, to Navigating Change, the podcast from Tybel Inc. I'm Pete Wright, and here, as always, Howard Tybel. Pete Wright. Are you excited today or what? I'm very excited today. Well, I'm, I'm excited today. I actually think I'm more excited than you about this particular podcast. Really? I am. I am. I know that's not possible, but, but you know, this is somebody I just enjoy being around. Well, I, why don't you then do the honor of the introduction, Howard? Really? You've never given sure. that to me. I know. All you right. have the conch. Yep. All right. So Nicole Trufant, Chief Business Officer and Vice President for Finance Fiscal Affairs. You see, I knew I'd mess this up, Pete. She's, You're doing she is fine, the big Howard. kahuna at University of New England. Welcome, Nicole Trufant. Well, thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. And this is exciting for me to, to join you all. Well, awesome. I, I am uh, thrilled to have you here. I know we have we have many questions we're going to be talking about, but you guys are together doing, uh, really, I think, putting the final punctuation on the 2014 road tour that Howard's been doing with all of the uh, the Kubos uh, that we have been talking about. And you're, you're doing kind of the last chapter of uh, communicating financial information effectively coming up uh, at eKubo this year in Orlando, October 19th through 24th. Uh, and, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, about this presentation and, and what it means. As you've been doing this presentation around the country, uh, how has this conversation evolved for you over the year? And where does that lead you both, then, in, in uh, you know, presenting this conver- conversation around strategic communication at Ikubo this year? That's great. Well, what's interesting is, you know, the title of this is uh, Commuting Fina- Communicating Financial Information Effectively. So there's there's what we call a session to get people to show up, and then when we lock the doors, we can tell them what we're really doing, right? And in many ways, the conversation in this, the financial piece is what hooks people, because these are business officers. Uh, but I think I've known at the beginning, and I think I'm so thrilled, Nicole, that you and I are doing this last, because how this has evolved for me is that what I observe, and I'm going to speak about working with Nicole at University of New England, is that you know she had shared with her team as part of our initial uh, retreat that we led, a view from the trustees, a presentation that she had to give. And it was so clear to me that what she was doing was breaking down the elements and recognizing that there's a role that she's both a teacher, but she's also a leader. And I think that at the heart of what this presentation is about, or the conversation we're going to have with the attendees that attend the session, is that your role as a business officer is really about being an influencer. And to be an effective influencer, the key is finding a ways, finding ways to put yourself in the seat of the listener and to recognize what they know and to recognize what they don't know and recognize what they want and what they don't want. So, Nicole, you know, that, that to me was one of the things I saw in something that you had. And then when we were looking at who should we invite into this, it was so obvious to me that that this is something that you do. So I'd like to hear from your perspective, Nicole, when you think about presenting a particular topic, whether it's retention, whether it's academic programs, whether it is uh, tuition, uh, how you go about this process of thinking about presenting differently to different audiences. I spend a lot of time thinking about the audience to whom I'm presenting. But what's at the the base, the foundation of it all, is I really think about it as a conversation. 
it's a place um, where I want to communicate a certain message for the audience and go through the imp- go through the slides that I present and tell the story. Make sure I have some anecdotal stories in there, and then have a and make sure that it's open so that there's fl- fluidity to the presentation so that they can yep. stop and ask questions. It's really important to me at the end. Um, that they understand the message that they've gotten to, we've reached an agreement to come to an agreement on it, and that they can be part of the message too, getting the message out about what's going on at the university. So I look at it that way. And I also look at it too, I think the role of the business officer is changing significantly in higher education from where it was 10 years ago to becoming more of a strategic partner so that they can see that we're more than just technocrats doing this work and that we really are looking to the future and making sure that the organization's administrative side is positioned um, well to assist the faculty in adjusting to the changing climate in higher ed. You, You know, you talk about strategic partners, and I think you and I both know that Everybody wants to think about themselves, for the most part, as a strategic partner. This is always this has been the complaint of HR that we haven't had a seat at the table. That's so fin- finance has had a seat at the table forever, and mm-hmm. I think there's a difference between us talking about wanting to be strategic partners and really demonstrating the behavior of strategic partners. And what that is, is stepping back and a certain kind of ownership, you know, a certain kind of realizing that when you look around the room, other than the president or the chancellor, there is nobody else in the room. It's not the enrollment management people. It's not the student affairs people. They all have really important perspectives. But I think that the business officer, like you said, has such a unique opportunity to lead a conversation, not but 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 do it in a way that it really is a conversation, and I think that I love that you brought that up because I think we all say yeah that makes sense that's nice to have, I, I think it's important to have a conversation, but the discipline of turning it around I think requires that you think of yourself differently, you know it's not about you being an expert it's about you being a facilitator for change. You've used the word opportunity a number of times there, Howard. How does the word responsibility hit you both? When you think about the responsibility of the business officer, uh, you know, maintaining a seat at that table, uh, how has the responsibility changed and evolved over the recent, uh, let's see, recent five to ten years? I'd love your perspective on this, Nicole, given that you're you're living it internally. I I am living it internally. I think when you look, tuition pricing comes to mind. We're a tuition-driven institution who has experienced a lot of growth over the past seven years. Our student body size has increased 33%. Our faculty and staff size has increased 20%. So we've had explosive growth in really strong financial statement. You know, so our financial health is very strong as well. It's, it's the balance of those two. So I think I have a major responsibility in making sure that the growth is balanced, that the financial models work, that I'm asking good questions of the deans, and that I'm well prepared to answer the hard questions that the Board of Trustees will ask me in the Finance Committee meeting um, with respect to new colleges and programs. We've opened three colleges in the past seven years as well. So we've been through a lot of growth and also the responsibility that I feel to make sure that if we do have a blip, if there is a drop in enrollment, that we're not going to be looking to lay off staff to do that or cut operating expenses. Um, We just really want anything like that to be transparent to the student. So we're juggling a lot of things. 
you know, so it's interesting is that you can tell, Pete, that Nicole and UNE has a very positive story to tell. And that's not true for many institutions. Now, but at the same time, I actually think that even if Nicole, you guys, and you, you know, clearly you look under the covers or under the hood, there, there are challenges. The, the thing that you bring, and I think this is another thing that, that business officers can help with, is bringing a level of optimism and a level of even curiosity about how do we do this. There's a lot of pontificating out there about what's wrong with higher education and how the business model's broken. And at least in my speaking and working with business officers, the ones that I think are having success are bringing a level of optimism and also telling the truth that they, truth that they don't have the, all the answers, and we need to bring others to the table. And in many ways, to bring us back to our presentation, Nicole, there people are going to learn some great tips, right? Here's, you know, here's how you frame a message. Here's what you think about in terms of an audience. They're going to see great examples, but underneath the core of it, I, I think what my hope is for people coming to their session is they're walking away saying, you know what, I need to step back and think of my role differently. And and that to me is the foundation for having this conversation about how do I bring change to my institution? How do I be the the influencer? And, you know, if you think about your role with your president and how you help your, help your president with your trustees, at the heart of the times you have with her, I think that you're you're probably sitting there going, how do I distill all this important information down to what she needs? And isn't that in itself, uh, th- I mean, that's a challenge, but isn't that the heart of what you have to do every day? Absolutely. Whether it's with the president, the provost, a department chair, I think distilling it down, you almost need more data to figure out what's right and where it's going to make sure that you're digging enough so that I have the right story. Because well, let me ask I you see- something. I, I let me yeah. interrupt, but I, I do want to take this down a path. Why is this so hard? You know, when you when you look at all the things you have to balance and and putting your you know the the, the shoes on not just of you but other business offers, why do you think it is hard to be an effective influencer? Uh, you know, what 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 has been your experience over this last year navigating that? You you want to show the information in the right in the right way and put it in the appropriate context uh, to mm. do it, and you want to be positive about it, but you need to be honest. And, and it's not. So we are fiscally strong, and, and it's one student at a time, and they all matter and they all count. So we can't let our foot off the gas, so to speak. So we keep pushing for change into looking at things differently. That gets to, I think, uh, uh, you know, one of the things that I think about all the time, and it's a word you used uh, just a minute ago, Nicole, this idea of transparency. So much of the responsibility of the business officer, at least in my observation of it, and check me, both of you, when I start lying, is this idea of presenting the the sort of the the case for the institution to build transparency among the constituent audiences and we often think of those as you know we're supporting the president the administration the board uh, we're supporting faculty and staff but we're also you know supporting students and parents these giant constituent audiences that have different expectations for for the the picture of the institution 
how do you f- go to work every day and support uh, such a, a broad audience group? Is that something that uh, that you guys are, are going to be tackling uh, in your presentation? So, so I, you know, let me just chime in here for a second. You know, that question, and I even think my question, I, I really appreciate the pause that you have with this because to, to, to answer that, you know, you, you can obviously, Nicole, Answer it from your perspective, but every single business officer is living different, living, living through a different kind of way of mm-hmm. of navigating their institution, and I think it's about mindset. What I know about you is you have a way of distilling it in a in a simplified. You take complex information, you you present it simply. Uh, it's not patronizing to present it simply, but you're also very candid about here's some brutal facts, but you have a natural, in my view, uh, sort of enthusiasm and energy for moving this in, in, in a certain direction. And I think that is that is so much of the mindset behind the scenes. You talk about having the right data. You know, I'm not sure we're ever going to have all the data we need. I, I worry sometimes about people thinking they need more data than they need. I think you're right, Howard. And I think higher education, the landscape is changing so quickly that I don't know how much that data matters in retrospect when you look at it. For example, today we're working on financial aid modeling and how that should be um, for our students. And how we package five years ago is probably not going to be as effective as we will going forward. So we need to look out towards the market. And so communicating that information is difficult, too, for for the trends um, to, to move that forward, to get that message out to the different constituents. For anyone listening relative to the upcoming presentation, at the heart of what we're going to talk about are strategies to be a more effective communicator uh, and, and, and an influencer. And, you know, the context is going to be whether you are in a phenomenally great position or if you're in a good position or if you're in a difficult position, how do you communicate enough of the right information but engage and involve others? You know, it, it, we're hopefully going to be able to find a way, Nicole, in the time we're doing this, to engage the attendees. I actually believe, Nicole, although I'm not 100% certain, that the room setup is going to be set up in the round. That's what I hear. And think about that for a second. I mean, as as simple as that sounds, the the message there is completely different. We are we are involving people in this non-lecture type format, and I am particularly excited about seeing how how that shifts the way we engage the attendees. Absolutely. And I'm excited about it from the perspective that when I go and meet with the faculty, they're doing a lot of teaching in the round and doing that flipped classroom on campus. So that will give me a little bit of an insight into what how their teaching has changed and their approach to it. And it's something that I can incorporate into one of my presentations. You know, I think the faculty will like to hear that the university is getting out there and that um, we're doing well communicating financial information. I, you know, it, it's good for the university and, and for them. And it's also good for administrators to get a perspective on what's going on on the faculty side. Yeah, exactly. So in a small way, in a small, small experience, it, it will give me some insight. 
into some of the changes that they're going through. Well, it looks to be another uh, fantastic conversation. This, uh, again, communicating strategically to make an impact. That is the official title. Uh, If you want to find it in the Kubo program guide, it happens on October 20th. That's the Monday at 11 o'clock a.m. in Orlando. So if you're heading down there, make sure you um, add this to your to your calendar and and uh, attend this wonderful session with Howard Nicole. Yeah, no pressure, Nicole. But this is our last one. But no know, pressure. But we can do it, Howard. What I've heard is that they're they're <laughs> the actually. One of the changes, they're incorporating more pyrotechnics into a lot of the presentations, so <laughs> don't worry, but there may be explosions going off behind you. Yeah. Uh, yeah and good lighting. It good, there's, <laughs> a whole good da- lighting. there's a whole dancing thing I there didn't is. tell you about, Nicole. Yeah, so there's a, there's a bunch of surprises we'll talk about right before oh, the session karaoke, starts. please. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there's a chorus line dressed as sharks. I, it's a very Orlando <laughs> theme. You'll get used to it. Uh, this has been a great conversation. Nicole uh, Trufant, thank you so much for joining us uh, from all the way from Maine, uh, it's winter there now, right? It's officially switched as of September. It switched to winter. It is a beautiful fall day in Maine looking out at the water. It's 70 degrees oh, here. Oh, now you're just showing off. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. It's great to uh, meet you. you. Look forward to seeing you in Orlando. Nice to speak with you both. And Howard, as always, uh, good conversation. Uh, and uh, do we have any other wisdom for the people from your end? Wisdom for the people. No, I, I think that. I think, as usual, Pete, we said it all. We did. We said it all. Thank you, everyone, for joining. If you want to find out more about the show, head over to tybalink.com. You can subscribe to the show for free in iTunes or your podcatcher of choice, or you can just listen right on the web. It's the easiest pie. Uh, you can find Howard leading up to Ikubo. If you want to reach out to Howard, reach out to him on Twitter, at uh, Howard Tybel, uh, or you can find me, at Pete Wright. Both of us will be in Orlando uh, yeah, podcasting baby. live on Monday yes, night. Uh, exactly. I can't wait to, uh, we're going to meet face-to-face a lot of the, uh, the the other luminary leaders in the field, and we're going to be talking to them Monday night. Uh, so it's very exciting coming yes, up is. in October. So thank you, everybody, for listening. On behalf of Nicole Trufant and Howard Tybel, I'm Pete Wright. We'll catch you next week on Navigating Change, the podcast from Tybel, Inc. <laughs>